0: Let me throw a shoe at the hamster powering my motor real quick.
1: Faster. Run faster! Run faster! Which is what I used to shoot.
2: Like
0: fucking the <laughs> uh, welcome everyone to the first episode of another serious airsoft podcast, or ASAP. Surprisingly, it took us months to come up with that name. I am Derek. Tonight, I am joined by Carl from BB Dynamics, Cole, known as the Airsoft Bandit. Corey from Guardian Teens and Eric, also known as Pone Punk on Instagram.
2: It's Pwn, right? It's, it's PNW. It's like so, the like Pacific Northwest. No, it's Don't, do no, it's it's Don't do this to me. <laughs> Don't do this to me. re.
1: Uh, <laughs> and we we'll start off the first episode with autistic screeching. Good to
0: go. Was oh, it ever going to start Audience any other way? To know. They need to know what they're in for. I'm All open four people ones. that will eventually listen to this. Alright, so Carl, why is this podcast uh, a thing? Um, I don't know. You and I just thought of
3: it coming back from Copperhead. That's basically the simplest explanation yep, I can give
0: out. The story uh, from the law uh, drive, from Copperhead driving through the desolate wasteland of New Mexico. We were looking for airsoft podcasts and realized that there's a surprisingly small number there's a lot on itunes but they're all dead and there's a a few
3: good ones that are like actually that are hosted close to one mr punk there but Mm -hmm. yeah we were just like you know what i bet you know with the right tuning like we could uh, we could do one that would have a lot of success so and then we obviously thought on of bringing on some of our you know close bb gap friends Uh aka Cole, Corey, and Mr.
0: Eric here. God damn right. So, yes. <laughs> yes, after, after a weekend of drinking with Cole in New Mexico, Carl's like, yo, we need coal on this. Yo, we need yeah, coal. That's not a bad idea at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: just
1: hung, hung over fucking squirrely dearly from rooftop to rooftop the entire Copperhead event. And it I was
2: hot. I think I spent all of Copperhead buzzed. Like I was just, I was maintaining the entire time and I felt great. But you good. know, that's what's great about Copperhead. It's
0: the only event where you have like this entire block of autistic air softers with a whole lot of alcohol in their own houses. Yeah. yeah. But you didn't throw yeah. up at Copperhead, did you? No,
4: no, it was broken. No. broken.
1: Well, oh, hats enough
0: to you, sir. Like uh, Broken home this year was
1: I dug absolutely a, terrible. I dug a ditch next to myself. Threw up in it, covered it with
0: dirt, and kept shooting at me.
2: That's Damn. a man pit.
0: Yo, that's Milsim as fuck.
2: That was the most immersive. So stupid. <laughs>
0: we are immersions off the chart at the moment.
1: They were in orbit. It was
4: ridiculous. He had so many immersions, he literally couldn't keep them in
0: his stomach. I just I can't. <laughs> I can't hold on to all these versions.
1: Derek, you run a pretty sweet little patch company.
0: I do. I I run Moguns.com. I sell patches and design doodles and put them on shirts and stickers.
1: And Corey's got his super sweet t-shirts.
0: That's not nearly as cool.
4: (laughs) (laughs) What, the t-shirts aren't nearly as cool? Because I agree with you. (laughs) But it pays the bills, so we do it.
1: I make absolutely nothing. Uh, Carl takes cool pictures, and I take hot pics. That's <laughs> it. Punk just makes whatever the fuck he feels like with a yeah. soldering torch and a whole lot of alcohol and enthusiasm.
2: Elitist. And punk is. <laughs> your internet cut out. I think oh, he was so you're an elitist,
1: and I agree. Yeah.
2: You. Yeah. Absolutely. Like nobody gets more elite than I do. Uh, no, I just I. i just like making weird shit so i i I make weird shit and apparently enough people think that i make cool weird shit so i like it yeah
4: yeah we were just talking about your scorpion that looks pretty dope
2: yeah no i actually and this wasn't like a a publicity thing like no i just like i've been waiting for my buddy um mark um the the steak sauce on instagram of blaster bros down here in Vancouver, Washington, like I gave it to him and I was like, we had this really cool idea. We bounced it back and forth. And, and I just, I, I was excited to post it. And I finally did like right before we started recording this. And I'm, I'm really excited. I'm it's,
3: it does look I, really good. Like, I, like it, I, I awesome. like it
2: when I'm able to just release and like, sh- like, Hey guys, like here's a creation that doesn't exist before now yeah aesthetically period like i like chopping guns in half and putting something else like i just that some people cringe i don't whatever like it's i like the art in it in it uh and creating that kind of stuff so art and um, function function, art and function Yeah, yeah it's not just a wall hanger right exactly yeah yeah so um yeah i'm excited i'm glad you guys like it though
1: well you're definitely yeah, dude, I... you're definitely air on the side of like you like the cosplay and like the kind of built up cool, unique side of the gear that you I like
2: on. I like the idea of like as much as people put into, like, cost and 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 money, monetary value into their gear, like, you know, if you want to run your full, like, immersion kit, great, dude. If that makes you get off while you're shooting kids with airsoft guns, then primo. <laughs> For me, I'm like, I've always liked rat rods and, like, heavy metal. You know, I just, I like that grunge, that Rob Zombie full of patches and that, you know, gutter punk style. So, like, you know... It, anyway like pushing forward like i i like to have that aesthetic move forward like it's because it's just different like we have all the stuff there like let's do something different and like i can have that niche so it's definitely nice to
1: see a little bit of variety aside from just like multi-glam multi-glam everywhere
3: yeah yeah especially in the airsoft industry because i feel like you you know obviously with your presence is like you you know you carry that theme that style really heavily and like a lot of people respect it so
1: yeah like, no, i appreciate it's, it it's it's definitely an def, uh, upturn because i i always just rock like i don't get that dangerous with it it's just if it's comfortable and it works i like it for the most part like, yeah everyone else wears, wears multi to events i wear flat tan i'm like just basic enough What's
2: you're like you're like, like i gotta re, i gotta rebel but not i got i can't rebel too much
0: yeah. i have to rebel but i have to rebel within the lines yeah. Right, no. I and by, if it by, by whatever to, the internet tells me is. No, cool.
2: the, the same the same copperhead you guys are talking about this last this last copperhead, um, I know like they're like no black you can't wear black that's a no no and like so I had my my black vest with like this giant fur collar on it and like people are all like dude like why I'm gonna shoot him like no just let him fucking do his thing like whatever yeah want.
3: I was gonna ask if you caught heat for that at all I by did. AMS staff
2: honestly like staff didn't even approach me uh our whoever the commanding yuck. guy was like yeah yuck he was just like dude i appreciate it like he didn't give me any shit he was totally cool like i don't i mean i don't really interact with a lot of the admins from ams i'm i'm pretty sure they know who i am but like they they let me just f- have freedom like it's it's been really cool like so i don't i don't you know um
3: they, they just, said they, punk shows up let him do his thing
2: just basically. let him do whatever he wants yeah so And that's just mainly for...
1: Because that's just AMS events are a little stricter. I know you go to some of these other ones that it's like a courage like they want you to dress up and
2: dress out yeah well. like, like was, desert
3: fox events and yeah, yeah
2: so like, the, like i really like the desert fox events too because like it allows that freedom but it kind of gives you that if you want to be more immersive into like realistic military uh immersions then you can do that too um and then some of the ones that we have up here are like chris kringle versus uh like the grinch and so we'll do kind of more themed uh in that aspect too. So like it's just it's a lot of fun. Plus I just I like that that different um approach to like when I go playing indoors. Like you have a lot of the speed softers wearing, you know, uh, no no shade no shade on them. But right. like, you know, they wear more loose fitting clothing. They wear beanies and they have their aesthetic. And I'm like, I have my dye mask, but again, I've got a fur collar and a weird looking gun. Like, you know, like we're all playing together. So it's like I it just I like not necessarily being that weird flashy guy, but just that, just. I think it's just different. I, I, yeah. I, and, and like, yeah, like I said, I mean, I've,
3: there's actually a decent like post-apocalyptic uh, like scene here in Colorado. I don't, Derek, I don't know how much you've seen it, but I've seen a decent amount of it, but yeah, it's like even your style oh, compared yeah. to them is still. You know, different fun, so, mm-hmm.
2: It's um I've really, really enjoyed. One of the things I like about Speedsoft or SpeedQB is that it allows people that freedom to kind of customize their stuff in the color, like whatever they want, like however they want it to look like it's more encouraged. And it's also like you got people now doing 3d printing and like making new products. And it's like that mindset that, you know, just doing something different. And I really, I appreciate all of it. I think it's awesome. Like I know, I don't like, so I'm glad that that kind of mentality is kind of spreading and becoming more accepted like i'm really encouraging of that i have just innovation yeah.
1: yeah i have like zero experience with speed qb or speed soft stuff like, it's indoor, fun because there's just no indoor fields here where i live um, yeah but it is cool and I, that's part one of the things i was gonna bring up and i like about going to other events like not just ams not just overwatch not just milson west or any of these. like you got to throw in sprinkle little bits of everything in there throughout the year yeah. mm-hmm. so that you get a little because i know Corey and i at least last year we mainly just hit AMS the entire time and then I went to Overwatch yeah. Tactics did a couple of their games which like the Quest of Avalon is really cool and that like, was a uh, fun game yeah and they, they yeah, do a little bit no more like, at the end of the month here in a couple of weeks I'm doing a Division 2 game that Ubisoft is actually sponsoring I, I heard, heard about that, that. What? Oh, we're going to that one yeah Breachpoint Productions is uh it's uh deal down here in mineral wells texas unfortunately they're losing the ao because it's getting repurposed but that'll be the last yeah. op there it was uh, john zero from x zero customs and Breachpoint productions working with overwatch tactics and they somehow got in touch with some big wigs i believe it was eric alex carl that actually did this they got they got in touch with some big wigs at ubisoft and 511 and now they're sponsoring the actual event for this. holy shit game. when and is it that's it's, so cool yeah, that to see,
3: like outside God companies that are oh, huge, man, that like cool. sponsor an airsoft event. Yeah, like that's so cool to see
2: that. It's that's gonna awesome. Be really,
1: and it's it's arguably easily the biggest sponsor that an airsoft event's ever had five, mm-hmm. Oh, know, for, for sure, and, yeah.
2: When it comes from outside of I mean, industry, like airsoft, then absolutely, yeah. like and, that's, yeah. Other
4: other than Guardian Apparel, that's pretty huge. <laughs> 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 they're bringing,
2: I mean,
1: they're huge. They're bringing some huge swag. Like they're doing. It's gonna be Second Sons versus Division Agents. Um, I'm oh, going to Kaiju from Valken is coming down and we're heading to the division. They've got wood heading nice. up second sons and they're doing actual loot drops inside the dark zone area whatever it is they're going to do on this, on this AO map, which, um, and you get, so, to, but you get to keep what's in those loot crates. What? Players are going to get to keep whatever's in those things that they take if they make it out with it. So oh my
3: god,
2: that's happen,
3: insane! Like, really close to the release date of yeah. the actual game uh, dropping,
1: they're gonna be given. I think you're gonna be given, like copies of the games out, maybe. I'm not really sure about that, but it is, it is like right around the release date. And well, I well, might time it, out
0: there to do a promotional shoot with those uh, cool division esque
2: gear yeah, loadouts. Like
1: we've, we're doing like a whole kit for it, it's gonna be sweet. I'm rocking the Evo, and like
2: that. son of a, a bitch, amazing. man. I was. Uh, God, I wish I was. I, I wish I knew about this.
1: Yeah, I, I, it's. I, I should have mentioned it like a long time ago. I don't know why I haven't posted. it.
2: What a time.
0: terrible friend.
1: I know. Well, uh, they haven't. You
0: know,
1: like I said, you just got to mix that stuff in there. It's it's cool to have like different events. I like these themed events, but I've definitely always been more of like the MilSim side of things. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. That, that's a question that I think uh, a lot of people ask: is what makes uh, a large event good?
1: an actual like, like, a... set cohesive order to things like when you can tell the event staff is like really involved and was like out actively doing stuff like putting missions, putting Fragos and they don't just make it like a big open play day on a cool. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. yeah like, structure. Like, not really, just. Uh, yeah. Structure. I mean like Nelson, like
0: not from just a giant from.
3: yeah, like they do a really good job of structuring like actual objectives in game and it makes it a, uh, ton of fun so like jackal four is going to be in may and like ross always does a great job of putting on like a ton of objectives so that everybody has something to do like each individual squad without the two days will have some super sweet objective to do like you gotta you know carry a dummy which is my least favorite but like you know run um you know like signal wire to basically have communication for your base like you know three hundred into the field, and like, yeah, he just comes up with really creative stuff, but it seems yeah. like each I, event
1: has got like their own version of that, like, AMS has their damn missions, which are always super cool, but you gotta pay extra money for them. Um, Overwatch right. Tactics just kind of runs their game like that, which is just nothing but objective after objective for both teams, and it's like just consistent stuff you have to do.
2: The, um, one, the one Overwatch event that I went to uh, was last year, that was the first Conquest of Avalon event, and uh, I went down with Enola Gay, Darren, and uh, Omar,
1: um, yeah, Castro shot me in the ass like five minutes
2: into that game. Dude, you shot me in the dick straight up. Remember that? Like, <laughs> came I came around, the around, the corner around that corner, corner. I, I I cracked one of your guys, and then you came around the corner, like literally just right in the sack. Just boom. Uh, good game, buddy. And <laughs> uh, but no, dude, Conquest of Avalon and Overwatch guys, like they they run a tight IO. Like that was a nice, like they had a nice flow. Like I didn't. It was a nice, a nice place, dude. That Renaissance Festival joint, like it was. No, that was that was one of my favorite events that I've been to. So
1: I need to, at some point this year, I've got to hit up a Milson West game just to figure out what all the, the crazy type was about. Because Derek, yeah, not done it. one yet? You just no, I've never done one. I, you've done Damn. one. Derek just came back from another one.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, th- I just came back back from s- at uh, Camp Shelby. It was my first Milson West. I heard it was lit, cool. really
2: dude. That's a was, good. That's a good dope. first one, dude. I, and I, it was my first
0: time ever going to Camp Shelby, which was also cool. Oh, cool.
1: I went there for, and this is super like, no, no, territory. But I went there for a black sheep game back in like 2014, 13. Camp Shelby, and it, back was, black it was my sheep first. Before. It was my first airsoft event like ever, and I went to a whatever 24 hours straight. Camp Shelby game for Black Sheep, and it was awesome. They like, yeah. they had the CEO and the Exo with the base actually get involved, and they like bet a case of beer over who could beat who, and we're like, hell yeah, it was it was dope. And then of course, all that ridiculousness happens.
2: You no, know, they uh, honestly, when you when you're saying like the big no-no about Black Sheep, I <laughs> my my taboo is you may may or may not know as as. uh, uh lion claw like oh, yeah. oh it, i, I got friends I, with john lou no i well <laughs> uh, yeah uh, you can say that you don't he, like he, That's that's of me. so never heard that so but the thing was is that like before a lot of like before american milson and before milson west and like that like his lion claw events were like the biggest thing out there and his mm-hmm. operation irene was like the oz fest of of milsim events like it, at least for me it was like oh dude this place is like is insane and it was the biggest thing that i ever seen and like at this time like i don't know who anybody is and i'm just like wanting to go to these cool games and
0: uh, same when, when i was first discovering airsoft in high school i saw a video of one of the first irenes on youtube i was like oh my yeah. god i need to go to
2: this Back when like Airsoft it was like back when Airsoft GEI was like when Tim was doing their marketing and shit and like mm-hmm. they, they they did yeah. all their 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 footage and whatnot. Like I was like, damn, like I, I gotta go to this thing and I I've still have yet to like I'm not gonna go to a an Alliance clause event, but like but that's principle. <laughs> I but I wanna <laughs> go to I wanna do I wanna it go does Irene Irene was at Bulldog, wasn't it? Or I have uh, no idea where it was.
1: I think it was down here in Texas. I thought it was at Hood or something. I don't think
2: like that. I really did
0: unfortunately. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I remember. I, I kind of.
0: I, hit you I ever back saw? In the
1: Navy and started playing.
2: It looked right about the time like pressed accordingly. That none of that made any sense. <laughs> yeah, I, like, yeah. I
1: didn't
3: catch any of that at uh, all. That was, was all well, well, I was...
1: No, I was saying I, I, I got out and like when I started doing airsoft moves, I think Lion claws was pretty much already dead. And I know they're like still kind of doing stuff, but I don't, you know. I'll see Wait, about them, but it's mainly just hate
2: them. when did you get into airsoft? Like, how long have you been playing?
1: I started with like little spring pistols back in high school. My buddy. Fritz. I mean, we all. did. I was, like, I was it, like, like, that's, that's well, me so too. I got, I, you know, I came back out of the navy in 2013, and it was about a year after that that Fritz, my buddy again, was like, "Hey, come out! They're like, people are playing airsoft. The guns are fucking crazy now. You got to come check this out." And so I got this. Uh, I, can't I think I started off with a sniper. I had a HPA tapped. Um, Hell yeah! Little fucking KJW M700, like one of the takedowns, and I had the hose run into the the, uh, the mag. Magazine, yeah, yeah. I'm Did sorry. you see the one I just posted a couple of days ago of yeah, my freeze yeah. versions? Yeah, yeah, super similar. Because everyone, when they start yeah. airsoft, wants to snipe. Everyone's like, Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out there and be like super curious sniper. And, kind of and then you realize that no one calls their hits. You. Have shitty aim to begin with. And back then, the only four and four or five Grand BBs were like black. So you couldn't see the whole mm-hmm. thing. So I jumped yeah. from that and then just kind of, you know, it was doing like weekend games and whatnot. And then I went to DFWAP one weekend. Uh, me and Fritz and Zero, uh, John Google from X Customs, kind of saw us and was like, hey, do you guys want to A, maybe join a team, and B, come up with me to this event in Mississippi? And it was Black Sheep Shelby and it was mm. an absolute blast I mean you, you know it's 24 is it like 30 hours or something like that just straight play through the day through the night um and I was hooked like as soon as we got back from that game I was like ah this is what I want to do this is fun as shit right you know and I just fell in <laughs> love with this dorky ass hobby from there
3: Corey what about you where when do you start bb gadding <laughs>
4: Man, I think I bought my first airsoft gun from a from an online store whenever I was in like the ninth grade. So it would have been back in like, like sure, I don't know, it nine, 99. And it was one of those ones that ran off of four double <laughs> A's and would last about five minutes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and It was a 1-3 scale, which there's a funny story about that later on. But it was a little 1-3 scale MP5. And we would ride around on our bikes and do drive-bys on each other. but uh, <laughs> Like you do. Yeah, about 10 years goes by. I get out of the Army in uh, 2007, and uh, a buddy of mine that was still living here in Moore, Oklahoma, had mentioned that because he, he was one of the guys that bought one of those crappy MP5s. And uh, he's like kind of a similar deal he was like dude you gotta you gotta check out airsoft like the guns are crazy now i'm thinking about buying one so we bought some sweet like jg whatever's like the 110 dollar ones yeah and they were pretty cool compared to what we had uh, but he was the kind of guy that would always want to go all out and get whatever was best so kwa was the best at the time right so he bought a kwa and uh after that we were just we were hooked on it we we got together a group of about 25 guys that were playing every weekend uh that was 2007 2008 and then it kind of started to fizzle out around 2010 and then I quit altogether and then I got back into it uh late 2013 or 14 through my t-shirt business a uh, guy had an extra ticket uh, his son had gotten a job and had to move away and so uh, he just gave me a son's ticket and it was ESR three the one with the snow which was phenomenal and then I've just been I got in as a sponsor. Uh, it was probably a year and a half after that. And then it, I've just been doing AMS all over. And then uh, this year we're trying to, like I was talking to Cole, we're trying to get into some different games. Like we want right. to get some different styles under our belts. He, he, he already has it. I don't. I've only done AMS. So I want to do some different, bigger events.
3: No, I agree with Cole. I definitely want to, like, spread my horizon uh, across other event hosts. I mean, not don't get me wrong. I love going to AMS events and, like, seeing you guys. But, yeah, I definitely want to check out just other events.
1: Well, and you kind of need to, like, if the whatever hobby. I'm, I'm, I'm not ever going to call yourself a sport because it's fucking not. But in order to keep, like, the hobby alive and keep this stuff rolling, and you're never going to see new stuff if you don't try new stuff. So if you don't go to yeah. different events, if you don't go to, like, I'm going to go to probably one of these Desert Fox events just because, I mean, as much as I have, like, misgivings
2: about it I'm still gonna go to one just because it looks cool like they've got some- <laughs> <laughs> right no so like the, the those desert fox events like it's a little weird with the the tracking system but the tracking system if you look at it like yeah it's got some bugs it's got some issues but like if you look at it for what that tool does for you and kind of changes the flow of gameplay on the fly so like if something's not working and the admin are watching like they watch that shit constantly so if they feel like the game is stagnant they can switch objective points on the fly so like like so like it's it's nice to it it helps keep the game rolling from an administrator like you can people will bitch and moan all they want oh my shit's not calling hit or oh my respawn's not doing this or oh my god this isn't working you know but like get rid of all of that bullshit like the way that at its core it's like the tools that are in place, like it, it definitely does a lot of game changing for that, but you really got to like adapt your kit to accept your phone being on ready to look on at you. GPS. Yeah. But like if you can modify like the same way you would modify your gear to accept some new piece of tool, you need to do the same for your phone. Right. So,
3: so I mean, speaking of you going to these, you know, uh, desert Fox events, like how did you start out playing back in uh, the day?
2: Mr. Oh, so for me, I think it was uh, a couple of guys I was working with, like they were going through fads, like they would like, oh, you know, darts is the new thing in the shop or little mini RC cars is the new thing in the shop. And uh, all of a sudden, like I used to play paintball back in the day, like I even still have my paintball gun that I used to use. Um, and it's not something that like I was never like a big avid paintball player. It's just something that I could go and shoot my friends with. So, right. Um, and they were like, "Oh, dude, we're gonna do airsoft." And like, I, I kind of like turned a blind eye to it, and I was like, "I don't give a fuck." Like, the, you, like this is just another thing that you guys are just gonna get over, and it's gonna be over with. And they're like, they went out and played, and I was like, you know, like they were like, "Oh, dude, you gotta go. It's so much fun." It's like, it's just like you know insert video game here and uh, i was like all right cool whatever so i go out and i play and you're talking about how your first gun was like a shitty mp5 mine was a galaxy mp5 like i think they retailed for like 100 bucks and i i got it from like it was it didn't matter but like i was hooked and um, so it was like 2006 so i've been playing for like 13 years or something like that and uh it's really cringy to say that out loud to be honest with you (laughs) like like, oh man like i'm an adult now i was a kid back then and i'm still playing this stupid fucking game but like (laughs) you know it's it's cool though it's it's uh i definitely try to like make it not as big of a controlling factor in my life because like back back when i was in a team and i was doing all that you know team photo stuff and um nothing against my old team, like, I still got my old team patched, just, you know, you, you think about that stuff, and, like, I'm I'm still friends with all my, oh, you know, yeah, no, we all do, like, we all just want to be a part of something, and then um, things didn't work out, and, you know, again, I'm still friends with everybody, and, you know, I'm still, my, my old sponsors are my old sponsors, I still hold on, and they support me, I support them, and like it's right. a beautiful relationship, but so now, like I, you know, I, then I just kind of moved forward with it, and and uh, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna try the social media thing, and um, it wasn't like I didn't I I didn't know what it was. It was just a thing that you know I was like, hey, I can post pictures of what I'm up to. Like hey, like check it out. Like this is how I spray painted my thing, well, and or guys this is how
1: like made some kind of product too. that has been bought Yeah, and, bought, uh, consumed and by- now airsoft
2: and- yeah and you know what what's crazy too is that like uh um sorry i my girlfriend was showing me a picture it was very good um no it was uh and that was only a means to like because i wanted to go to those big events you know i wanted to i wanted to go like i like i said i was looking at uh operation line cloud videos and going damn dude like I got to get in on that. And so I would, I would just come up with a logo. I contacted my buddy, uh, Cody Saya, um, that I knew through my other buddy, Sean, uh, Morrison, who at the time went by wicked five, five, nine. I don't know if you, any of you guys remember him. Um, mm-hmm. I remember. I, like I, we, yeah, I don't do like old school player. Um, and so I, I got in contact with him. He developed a logo for me and, um, oh. it just kind of turned into a, uh, I, it, I don't know what it was dude. Like it, it, it felt like it became something different and, and uh, it was just all so I could raise money so I could go to these games and play with everybody else. I was like, I want to see what this is like. Cause otherwise I've been playing in, you know, backyards and just like hodgepodge ops. And like, because you know, Washington has a couple places to play and it's kind of growing now. Like we got a couple more indoors. We got Thunder Kiss down in Vancouver. We got Tac or Tac uh, Tacoma Tactical up in Tacoma, Washington. Um, but it's it's grown a bit. But at the time, like there was nothing going on. So um, it was like I just wanted to advocate for. Like I was like, okay, if I'm on a social platform and people are digging what I'm doing, like I want to advocate for my area. So that's when like PNP right. punk became a thing. And like the punk came from an incident I had with. Uh, another person who was like to hell with that guy he, he was a punk always is a punk and always will be a punk and i said hey that's got a nice ring to it so I'm, <laughs> like, uh, thanks i'll take that i'll take that thank you very much and then when i when i released my first shirt and i was like you know let's let's make this a whatever um i sent him a message and i was like hey i want to thank you and then i sent him like the the price amount that i had earned from that first Shirt release, which you know was like a couple hundred bucks, but still, I was like, "Thank you." Yeah, yeah, I was like, "Thank you for this, by the way." You know, I appreciate, I appreciate you, friend. You know what I mean, like, and so.
1: That's what I was saying. Is like, I know you've you've made some. I've owned a couple of your shirts. It was funny. I was t- saying this the other day, but I think between the three of y'all, between you, cory and Derek, you guys make up like ninety percent of my wardrobe. <laughs> I think it's all fucking punk and Guardian tees and Mo Guns t-shirts in my, yeah, heart, in my closet, I laugh, my I laugh when I thought that in the past. Like, yeah, same. I don't own any like adult clothes. It's ridiculous. I have like my work clothes. It's, and
2: that's it. Yeah. But, no, I got. I've got. I keep. I, I feel really bad too because like I've been. I've been dealing with some. St- getting the the uh the dead rags out Mm, and um and i want to get that sorted out before i because i've got a couple other releases projects in the works because again i'm trying to raise some money so i can go some more events and whatnot but um i've got some other stuff down the line but i got to get those dead rags out because people have been asking and i feel really bad that i haven't gotten them out so
1: it seems like (laughs) airsofters customers and i'm sure Corey and derek have got multiple multiple horror stories from like event hosts and from players themselves yeah being like it's just kind of a weird group like i love i love the hobby or whatever but there's definitely some horror stories that i've run into it's just like
4: yeah oof, well it, big it's mo- always cra- it's always cracked me up that people are essentially walking around with 3500 dollars worth of toys you know on their back and then uh they're like oh 12.99 for a shirt i don't know
2: yeah yeah like, and like, i yeah. sell and i sell my shirts for a lot more than that because like, yeah i do lower numbers so like i have to do pre-orders so i get an exact amount and then right. I can like base like maybe how many more i want to give to like friends or if i want to like do promotion i got to give somebody you know uh, a model you know somebody to, to to present them better than my hairy ass can and um so therefore like i have to my my prices have to be higher but that that comes with because you guys get larger numbers so you guys are able to like handle those orders and and it's because i'm i'm more low and i also like to keep my business local like i want to support my local businesses around here so like my numbers have to my prices have to be higher which is you know yeah what it is yeah.
3: So Mr. Derek, when did uh, so when did you start your your sad sad business that is now super large and when did you get into the BB Gat world?
2: I'll be right back guys.
0: Uh, hope hopefully the hamster powering my modem can long enough for me to complete a sentence. <laughs> 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 you have to get you to a hamster. Man. <laughs> I, I I need a, a thrown one to how many shoes at this one? <laughs> um, so I, I got my first, like, little transparent spring 1911 back in, like, junior high. Or the other neighbor in the woods. Are y'all getting any of this? Hey, Derek. I love <laughs> you, bro, but you're cutting it out so hard. You are straight chopping uh, wood. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I'll, Derek. I...
4: Robot, uh, <laughs> so yeah, it, so as long as everybody's clear,
0: Derek's I'll tell you a robot. So the next podcast, oh, yeah. we're, <laughs>
1: we're gonna have to make you like drive to a Starbucks or something. Let's go with that.
4: yeah uh, I mean I've I feel like I've been to some events that are that are good and some that aren't so good that are run by the same people um, I think a lot of it is just the the player involvement uh, from you know the beginner to the guy that's kind of well known in the community making sure everybody's involved. Uh, I've been to some events where guys felt like they were pulling security for six hours on the first day, which is a massive failure, in, in my opinion. I mean, you can call it milsim all you want, and be like, "Well, that's what the military does," but you're you're paying for the firefight. That's what everybody wants. Everybody yeah. wants to go get get into some action and all that. They
2: stuff. They want that Call of Duty experience. Yeah,
4: right. And and honestly, that's what people think they're going to get. I mean, that's like, why they dress up the way they dress, and that's why right. they, buy, they buy the guns they buy.
2: Well, so, and like because you guys were saying that you guys were coming out of the Navy, right? You and Cole. He was in the um, Navy. He do was, not disgrace no, me, sir. Was, do, I, apologize. <laughs> I apologize.
4: I apologize. No, because like I was with I, the men. I, he was with the ladies.
2: I was well. No, okay. So I don't. I, <laughs> yeah. I was not. I, I never served in the military, but uh, I work here on the military base up here in Sub Base Bangor here in uh, Silverdale, Washington. And uh, so I work around a lot of the Navy and the and the and the Marines. Uh, in this area, too. So like when I watch what they, like, I'm like, this is nothing like you like you guys want that milsim experience. like this is not. like this is like that, you know what I mean? Like like I think milsim West is the best example of what most of no like it's just a lot of rucking a lot of moving around a lot of waiting a lot of like the, yeah you know like and that's this is me coming from a civilian like i can't speak for and i will not speak for it, but like f- the general consensus is, is like that firefight aspect is like a tiny tiny fraction of what it's, you're actually doing in the military
1: it's it's how it spread out and what ruins yeah. things like that It's when it becomes this just, like, nothing, I think, ruins an event worse. And I've seen this happen at AMS. I've seen this happen at local games that I've done. I've seen this happen at GI games, uh, Overwatch a little bit. It's something you've got to, like, really keep an eye out for. It's just the game turning into a giant block fest of just people throwing BBs and just, you know, like, spawn trapping
4: an entire team spawn die spawn die spawn die well you know and, and and what i've always liked and i feel like it doesn't happen as much now as it used to is you'd be in the middle of a game and somebody would come and grab you and be like hey we need your platoon to go and do this like you were given a mission yeah. Versus now, I mean, yeah, Cole and I are, are a prime example. They're like, uh, you know, you guys be a sniper team. This is your mission. Well, that goes south, you know, 30 minutes into every AMS game. And so we just became like this army of two running around doing whatever we wanted. And we, yeah. we, we wrecked, of course, and we had a great time. To me, that that's more fun than doing the the actual military simulation. Like, I don't want to wreck around for 30 hours and get into one firefight. That's not what I'm paying so, for. Like yeah, I yeah. you know, I used to play speedball competitively, so I I like that aspect of it. I like getting into yeah. firefights and I, but I like being able to maneuver around like I did in the military, like do, going through my battle drills, trying to teach these kids how to do a proper flank and a proper line of fire and all that stuff that to me, that's fun. So it's I want to,
2: it's like executing those
4: exercises. Yeah. That, so I want to, like I want to, yeah. You. And I, I thought I could do the platoon lead thing for AMS and I just, I can't do it. It's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I can't, I can't work with kids that have no clue what they're doing. Um, and it's I, yeah, it, it, it's frustrating, and I don't want to take the time to teach them. I'm kind of past that part of my life. Uh, so
3: me and Derek are leading uh, for Jackal Four, we're CEO and XO, and basically I'm just gonna yell at everybody and say like, you know what, just go have fun. Like, well, and, I, and I figured I feel it like out if you're day pay two. for that much for a game, like. I really don't care if like we quote unquote win or lose. Like like I just want people to have fun, get in firefights, do missions that like you know new players have never experienced of like moving objectives and stuff like that before. Like it's it, I'm I'm calling the green team the fun team by the way.
4: Right. But, and and what I figured out on the second day is you literally have to like go hands on with people and yeah, push yeah. them in the
2: direction they need to go. So you know I was gonna say like uh, I don't I don't mean to interrupt. Go if for you, it. Oh no. Okay. So um like the only the only game that I've ever like led is when um, Airsoft C3, and a group of us, we did the uh, Airsoft uh, C3 Underground event um, in Antioch, California.
3: I saw that, um, and that looked super, super cool, by the way. I was super jealous.
2: Oh, man. It was, it was a lot of fun, and, and there's more to come. But um, soon soon
3: plug in dude <laughs> yeah.
2: so but like that was like, i i was leading the dead reds um versus the um the the other the green team and um i, I had no idea that like i got intense like i was like screw, like it was like it was in fun and i was always encouraging and like i never was like you're a fucking idiot. You're an idiot like there was it was none of that i was just like get over there like if if someone's like hey where do you want me to go I would have like at least like because of like how intense I was being I had one guy like actively like going and finding out where the weak points were and coming and telling me just so that way I had Definitely. better information to give like I didn't even have to tell him to do it he just did it I thought oh, it was awesome, awesome but like at the same time i knew i was just like i was over the top like the next two days my my voice was hoarse and i was like i don't go this hard in airsoft ever like but it's when you're in that commanding role like I, i just i didn't know what else to do i've never done it before so like i was just like reinforce here get this figure it out do what you need to do we don't know what we're doing figure it the f out so i like i don't i don't need to hear your bullshit right now just go get it taken care of it's airsoft
4: no the best line at broken home this year was uh we we kind of walked into an ambush so we got down we're setting up our line of fire i've got a group of people behind me uh and i'm a platoon lead for these these two squads yeah and i tell them hey you know flank left And, and one guy chimes up and he goes but what if they shoot at us
1: and then you shoot like, back. Hear like, you hear hit. Just the back. Yeah, exa- exactly. Exactly. Tip: If you're getting shot at, fucking shoot back. Shoot back. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> that was that was spectacular. Shocker. But no, it was. Uh, after that, I was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to be a player from now on.
2: Yeah, it's it's better that way.
4: I mean, I'm definitely curious to see how me and Derek's experience is going to go
3: at Jackal, and the terrain is extreme. So, like, we're going to have my guess is we're probably going to it's going to be a very similar Broken Home of like people dropping out. You know, halfway through the de- day, depending on just the weather situation in general, but yeah, no, it's definitely going to be interesting. And uh, I mean, like I said, I'm just mainly there to make sure people have fun, and that's and the you know, you're paying a decent amount of game for an event, and we basically started this question by asking, like, you know, what makes a good game? I, it's I, for me, at the end of the day, is just literally
2: having fun. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. What a cliche answer. It's, yeah. I think gets, right. I
1: think it gets cut down to for these events. There's always like the one or two moments in a game. That's what you remember. That's what you talk
2: about. I, exactly. you I gotta, I gotta tell, t- I gotta tell you though. Like when it when it comes to like what makes a great game, like just having fun. I, I want everyone to just really think about this. Is that you've got your kit, you bring your gear. We all look at we we've all looked at ourselves in the mirror and what we look like and all this ridiculous bullshit like when you say like what makes an event fun and it's like just going out and having fun, anybody who's listening to this, it's your attitude straight up. Yep. Like, if, like straight it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't matter like who called what it doesn't like get your attitude right. And you'll have an amazing time. I don't care where you're at. Like I, this last Copperhead event, it was the best time I've ever had in an airsoft event because I told myself, I was like, I am not going to let anything affect my Like I'm not gonna get bad vibes on this. Like I I took the, I took the undead Fred vibe, and I was just like, I'm just gonna just roll with this. I don't give a damn what happens. we see you. And like my first day, my my um first of all, VFC Avalon, everyone was hyping that gun. My shit broke first day. Like Mm. I just like it didn't work one damn like and then the second day it worked fine like what i don't know what it was but like the first day i was just like this is dumb but anyway like i was like it's not gonna let me get me down so like your attitude affects everything if he ain't calling it who gives a shit? just keep shooting him and if he ain't I calling mean, it anymore then shoot somebody else
3: right i know? mean i i i can say for probably all five of us that all five of us genuinely had a really solid time at that event for i mean that just that great. for that exact yeah. reason I think, I
4: think that's yeah yeah. Cole and I, I think Cole, Cole and I both agreed because we rode down there together that that was
2: probably our best event. Oh yeah, that was that was, it easily, was easily one of my favorite. Ones. It was a, it was amazing. I had an amazing time. Yeah.
1: And it's part of that one is dude, you're, it's so far removed from everything else being in the middle of butt nowhere and New yeah New York, you know, that you're like you're really it's it's that's kind of part of the experience is you're traveling so far.
2: To yeah. Games. Well. And it's the closest AMS event to my area too, so for me it's the easiest yeah. to get to. So
1: Well, and it's it's also when you get an event that's that far from just about everybody else, it's also the people who show up are the guys who really want to be there and really Yeah. The mm-hmm.
2: the event.
1: Like you'll get your bad apples in there, but it's 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 something with Airsoft that's kinda of become a turning point, is this is
2: I feel like to to I feel like end? AMS Copperhead is like the bumper shoot of Airsoft. A little bit.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say. I would say right now. Yeah. I mean, like, I obviously there's gonna be you know always more game improvements and somebody's gonna find oh, the next. of course. So, but yeah, I definitely agree. Like, if it's not, I don't know if you would exclude MSW or not because I hear amazing stories about that as well.
2: They, uh, okay. So the thing with the AS, like, so you have AMS and MSW, like, they're vastly different gameplays. But I feel like that the more that Milson West is becoming more of the powerhouse that they it's are. Coming. Yeah. It's well, no, I mean, so I I feel like they are like the, the, the the premier air, like sim event, like hands down, no question. They they have the most traction, but I feel like they are definitely giving players more bang for their buck in their like immersion and experience. But I feel like that level of dedication to what they're doing is becoming more widely acceptable, uh, acceptable that it's becoming more popular to, to do those types of things so they're able to to kind of increase that so i think that aside from ams like that that uh the copperhead the milsim west and like their insurgency events i hear are like out of this world and um, i really want to go to their uh their insurgency event down in uh, victorville i know they're doing one Sooner than that, and I don't think it's got any like civilian aspects, but like there's civilian games that that's that a- MSW do, or I hear just are like next level. So, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you game
0: sign up as uh, one more time, Derek,
4: <laughs> <laughs> you try to get in two words and you
0: <laughs> sign up as a civilian.
4: He's not said a single word because shit, <laughs> he's interviewed, so get used to that. He's actually been talking this entire time,
2: <laughs> <are> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, that's terrible. Oh, we're such a He's scary just thing. sitting
2: over there just being s- so irritated.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need to get out to an MSW event. Yeah. To me
2: to
4: me from just lo- from the outside looking in on it, it almost seems like it's a different it's a different game altogether than AMS. Absolutely like is. like AMS is more of a shoot 'em up and theirs is more of a a LARP, which I think they claim anyway.
2: I think so. I think with uh, go, like I've only been to one MSW event, and it was the one here in Centerville, Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just one of their biggest AOs from what I understand. Um, was that the, at Camp Riley? No, 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 that was in Centerville. So Camp oh, Riley okay. was is in uh, Oregon, and Centerville, right, 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 right. Um, um, so it was it, it's it, basically so with AMS, it's more like quick movements to firefight engagements where msw is like they have non-stop like because like at ams like you go to you can go back to your hotel room and you go to bed or whatever and and, and msw is like 40 hours straight and like yeah. you're you're in the shit all the time but like msw that is different because like you rely on different Aspects of combat where like you have to have like recon, literally like legit recon that goes out and gets you intel and comes back with that information so your squad or your platoon can move in an effective manner that is on the fly. Like it's not pre it's not it's not prescripted. And like MSW's thing is the suspension of disbelief ams like you know you're out there playing airsoft and you're getting in those quick firefights so it's like it's a different experience so like I feel like the anticipation is bigger in MSW where like you get that anxiety that comes yeah. with the, what drives your love of airsoft um, in that. So I feel like each one provides a different flavor, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah absolutely. but I feel yeah. like MSW you need to, anybody who plays airsoft avidly, like even the speed QB guys get out there, play some MSW or AMS, like it, like especially MSW, but like, you know what I mean?
3: Anyway, I I mean, I I saw when you guys were doing the Red Inferno squad at the Desert Fox events that SYG was out there, and I thought that was kind of cool because, like, you know, I've seen them do some, like, you know, pickup games of, like, objective style stuff at, like, SC Village and other game types and stuff like that, but it was really cool to see them, like, I guess in that role, I guess for my first time is for as long as I've been following him. As
2: as. It, and as much as I push MSW as being a, you know, like I've only been to one event and I know like a bunch of, you know, they, they do big things, but like SYG and with the Speaky B, like I have so much respect for them and I have since day one. Like I'm like, dude, you guys like bring up something new, give us something different. And like it, it's nothing like Nelson do it, make it, hype it, do whatever you got to do. And so when we went and then, and, and they went, too. And I was just like, dude, that's awesome. I'm glad that they are not only that, but like they had these sick ponchos with their logos on them. And I I was like, they are, they're literally flying a flag on their back saying that like speed QB is out supporting the other side
3: and not not just supporting but they're they're branching out and not doing yeah, absolutely what their, their, their comfort zone is you know like I really they're, they're no really and, it's like and so, something
2: else and i really feel like it diffuses a lot of the arguments between sim and speed qb where you can yeah. have that speed sim or whatever, whatever you want to call that hybrid that's the next thing that's going to come up is that like you know and i think that's ultimately going to be driving um big event promoters to to kind of adopt that because you know obviously it comes down to what the player wants and um and that player what the player wants is changing big right now i think so uh, I oh, man. talk so i have time. so
1: he much tries,
2: i wish i could try so hard like poor guy <laughs> there there seven, <laughs> this mustache jim over here fucking just <laughs> staring at me awkwardly <laughs> like an uh so i feel like we should
1: probably just go and do the outro now or-
0: yeah, right. and my son.
2: Yeah, in, in Derek's silent <laughs> suffering. <laughs> All right, so um, another serious well, airsoft podcast. This is the first episode. Um, we don't know what the frequency of like how often we're going to be doing this, but we're going to be doing it fairly regularly because uh, another airsoft is based off the fact that everyone wants to do an airsoft podcast, but does one episode and then dies off. So we're going to do. We'll uh, <laughs> We'll at least make it to two. So um, if you guys like what you hear, let us know. If you don't, let us know. Either way, we don't give a shit. We're going to do it one anyway. So you guys have fun. We'll see you next time.